Hi, I'm Katrina Ingram. Welcome to Back to School Again, the show for midlife learners recorded at the Norquest College Innovation Studio. We talk with midlife learners about their educational journey, sharing their stories about how they are balancing the demands of school, work, and family, and where they hope their educational pursuits will take them. My guest today is Vanessa Baker. She's a recent Norquest College graduate in the Administrative Professionals Program and has decided to continue her studies at Norquest College in the Business Administration Program. Vanessa, thanks for joining me today. It's a pleasure being here. Now, Vanessa, I know your family moved to Canada from Jamaica when you were quite young and settled in Ontario. How would you describe your younger self and your career hopes and dreams growing up? When I was young, um, I sort of have the same personality now as I did then. I was very bubbly, always smiling. Um, I love being around people. Um, And at a very young age, I wanted to be a doctor. I think it was my first doctor's visit in Canada. And the doctor asked me, what do you want to be? And I said, a doctor. And that quickly faded. I started to develop a love for for photography and I would take pictures of everything we used to have like I guess it would be like a book fair at school and you could buy these little disposable cameras and I always wanted them that's all I was interested in and when I got to high school everything that involved photography in school I volunteered for I was part of the school yearbook and when it was time to apply for college I was like yes this is what I want to do this is what I'm going to do and I received no support whatsoever from my family. Um, I think they were a little disappointed. They didn't think it was a good field at all. And they were like, oh, why would you want to do that? And it kind of broke my spirit a little bit. And I said, okay, I won't do it. But then I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, But I applied for college anyways. And... I was accepted to all of the ones I applied for. I just applied for, like, a general arts and science program. And I went to Humber College, and I completed my first year, and I still didn't know what I wanted to do. That's not an uncommon thing at all. Um, Tell me a bit more about photography. What was it that you loved about photography? What drew you to that during your high school days? I don't know. It was just something... I found very calming. I just like taking pictures of anything at all. It didn't matter what it was. It could be a bottle of water. I'd want to take a picture of it. (laughs) It was just the weirdest thing. But, you know, and I always loved just looking at pictures. And I had noticed that my family, they always wanted me to take their pictures. So I was like, okay, I was good at it. And your family's reaction to this, was it because they really wanted you to become a doctor or what was driving, what do you think was kind of behind their uh, lack of support for your dreams of becoming a photographer? I think in general, I don't know if it's, you know, a background thing. Um, Most families, uh, most parents from the country that I'm from, they want their children to be doctors and lawyers and nurses and teachers. So when they hear of different professions, they're not too excited about it. They kind of downplay the other professions. I can totally relate to that. 
You know, my, my grandfather um, it was a doctor. And uh, if you weren't a doctor or a nurse or joining the priesthood or the nunhood, you, you really didn't have a chance in terms of making him happy in terms of a profession. So I certainly relate to having that kind of family dynamic. Um, and that can be really difficult to, to overcome. So tell me a bit more about, you, you were in Ontario, you came out to Alberta in 2013, you came out here by yourself. What brought you out to Alberta? Um, two things, work, and I just wanted a change. I had moved out of my family home fairly quickly after turning 18, and I was pretty much on my own, and when I decided to come to Alberta, it was such a random thing that happened. It was something that I've thought about for a while. And I always used to tell my friends that, hey, if you guys don't see me one day, don't freak out. I just got on a bus or a plane and I went to Alberta. <laughs> and they used to laugh at me. They're like, you're crazy, you're ridiculous. That will never happen. And I was actually ill for quite a bit of time. I was in the hospital for about a month and a half. I had meningitis and pneumonia and a whole slew of things. Mm -hmm. And when I got better, I had lost my job at the airport in Toronto, which wasn't a bad thing because I needed that time to recuperate anyways. And I was in Walmart, and I just randomly met a lady that was from my country. And we were talking, and she's like, oh, she's out in Alberta, and, you know, it's good out here. So I was like, okay. We exchanged numbers, and... One day she texts me and she's like, oh, you know, there's a position opening up where I'm working. Would you be interested? And I was like, of course. Sent my resume over and the manager called me and we talked about everything. And she's like, okay, you can come over whenever you're ready. And I just bought a ticket and came over. That is super random. So you literally met someone in a Walmart, exchanged information. And the next thing you know, you're, you're heading out west to Alberta. Yep. Wow. Wow. You, I mean, it seems like a very brave move at the same time, too. I mean, were you, were you all nervous or concerned about this? I was nervous, but like I told my friends and my family, I was like, look, guys, the worst thing that can happen is I come, I don't like it, I get on the plane, and I come back home. Yeah. And that was it. I've been here ever since. And your family is still in Ontario then? Yes. Yeah. Do you have any family out here now or? Nope. It's just me and my husband that are here. Okay. Now, one of the things I ask everyone to do before they come on the podcast is to fill out this short little questionnaire just so I can get to know them a little bit better. And on that questionnaire, you've said, I've been through a lot, but I'm determined to never give up. And I'm curious about that. You've hinted a little bit at what some of that a lot was, but can you tell us a bit more about what you meant by that? When I say a lot, I literally mean a lot. And a lot of my struggles, I would say, would have to be with family and not not quite fitting in. And there's a lot of times where, you know, we were, like, me and my family, we weren't on speaking terms. I was just on my own. There were times where I have to choose between going to school or going to work or even buying bus tickets or buying food. And there was a time in 2009 where I lost my job. I think that was the beginning of the recession for everyone, especially in Ontario. Um, I lost my job and I had no financial help anywhere. 
I couldn't get EI, I couldn't get any help, and I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Um, it was to the point where I was almost homeless, and I decided that, okay, Ontario's not working right now, I don't know what to do, so I put all my stuff in storage, I gave up my apartment, and I got on a plane and went to Jamaica, where I stayed for about three months, and my aunt, who lives in the U.S., she called me and she said, you know, you can't stay there forever. You have to go back and you have to face whatever it is that you're going through and you have to make it work. And I thought about it and I said, you know, you're right. And she said, okay. And she bought my ticket and I came back and I was staying with friends for a while until I was able to get back on my own. That is definitely a lot. And thank you for sharing that with us. So at that point, it sounds like, you know, you had um, you had this challenging relationship with your family. You decided to go to Humber College anyways, but you weren't really able to focus on that. And you, you left college um, after completing a year and then went into the work world. And then that's when everything happened with the loss of your job and, and kind of leaving the country for a little while to kind of figure some things out. Yes. Um, but then you did come back and you decided to come out here to Alberta. And I know that you were working near Fort McMurray. Um, and that this was during the fires um, in 2015. And it sounds like that was also a pivotal event for you. Um, how did going through that experience lead you back to school? Well, before the fires hit, I had become so tired of my job because it was a 21-day rotation, work 21 days straight, all for seven, and you didn't have much of a life. It was just work. And, and what was your job? Like, what, what were you doing? I was actually working in a gas bar in Conklin, just in between Fort Mac and Lac La Biche, and for 21 days, that's all I did. Mm-hmm. And it was very remote. There wasn't anywhere to go. There wasn't much people to talk to, just whoever you worked with. And after a while, I said, okay, I've paid off my bills. I've paid off my previous student loan. Maybe it's time to go back to school. And I was thinking about it, but I wasn't sure. I was like, okay, what school am I going to go to? I even contemplated going back to Ontario and finishing at Humber because I did actually apply to them and I was accepted. But for whatever reason, I didn't go. And I took a two-week vacation, went back home in Jamaica, not Toronto, I rarely go there. And um, when I came back, the fire was going on in Fort Mac. And business was so slow. And there was a lot of insurities because we weren't sure if the fire was going to come down to Conklin. We weren't sure what was going to happen. And while I was there, you know, they started laying off people. They also started cutting wages. And I was like, okay, this has got to be a sign. So I started looking at schools in Alberta. And... I found Norquest and I applied and I was accepted and I gave my two-week notice and I left. And when you were looking for uh, post-secondary programs and you decided on Norquest College, did you have a sense of what you wanted to do? I'm curious to know how you wound up in the Administrative Professionals program. I didn't know what I wanted to do still. And when I first applied to Norquest, um, I applied for the Medical Device Reprocessing Technician program and I was accepted. And I did actually start, and I completed the first um, course. And when the second course started, we went on a little trip to the hospital. And I said, no way. This is not me, not for me. I couldn't stand the smell of the hospital. Oh, 
the smell. I was going to say, what did you see there that uh, <laughs> that, that set you off? On you know, that? we did see some things because, you know, um, basically what that program does, it um, equips you with the skills you need to clean the surgical devices. So we did see a bit of blood. We did see some things. And I was like, no, this is not me. And I withdrew from the program. And then when I withdrew from the program, I said, okay, what am I going to do? But I started working in the city, and I kept looking at Norquest, still wasn't sure what program I wanted to do. And then I went over to the their business section, and I was looking, and I was like, oh, this program, it's really short. And I'm like, maybe I can do this. So I applied for that, and I got accepted in that one, and I completed it with a 3.98 GPA. Wow. I was like, oh, I did well, (laughs) which was really surprised. Like, I was just surprised because I thought going back to school after so many years had passed, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go and I'm going to fail. But I didn't. And that's one thing I was curious about, too, because I know that I felt really anxious about going back to school in midlife and that sense of, oh, am I going to be able to do this? And so it, it sounds like you had some similar concerns before going into the program. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was like, okay, can I do this? How is it going to work? Because I'm in school all day. I can't work. What am I going to do? But I took a chance anyways. One of the things I'm hearing a lot about from many different people is that Norquest has a lot of support mechanisms to make sure that you succeed, to help people succeed. Was that something you were able to take advantage of or what were your thoughts around that? For sure. The instructors are amazing. A lot of us in that program were quite unsure about even being in the program or if we could even do it. And the instructors were there every step of the way. And that made the process so much easier. And what about your your fellow classmates? Who were the other students in this program? And, and what kinds of things specifically were you learning? Well, my classmates, we became like a family because we're still in contact with each other now. We had quite a range of different people from 18 to maybe late 40s. Um, we had international students. We had students with disabilities. Um, So it was really versatile. And to see how the instructors were able to make learning easy for everyone, like it was mind-blowing. And I imagine that might be what's uh, driving your decision to continue on here at Norquest College with the business administration program. Do you want to tell us a bit about that decision? I didn't plan for it at all. I was just in in class one day and I was like, hmm, when I'm finished with this, You know, I started looking like what kind of jobs I can get. And I saw a lot of the requirements needed more schooling for a lot of the jobs. And I was like, okay, what program is there that I can get into that is close to this one that I'm in right now? And I actually mentioned it to one of the instructors and she told me about this program. And she said, you know, just go online, look into it, see if it's something that you'd be interested in. And I went online and I looked at it and I had seen that it was full for fall. And I was like, oh, no, it's full. And she's like, well, apply anyways. And I was like, okay. And I applied and I was accepted. Great. Now, I know there are a few different um, types of business administration programs here, different flavors. Um, I I believe that you're enrolled in the human resources area. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And what, what drove you towards that one? Well, for sure, I knew that accounting was just out. <laughs> I don't blame um, you. 
I can do it, but it's not something that I see myself doing. I don't know if I want to sit there and crunch numbers all the time, just not my thing. And I think because of the personality that I have and I like to interact with people a lot, I thought that HR would be a better fit for me. That makes sense. And I know that you're also working here at Norquest this summer as a co-op student. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you're doing, what department you're in? Well, I am doing my summer co-op here. Um, for our program, co-op is optional. And when I heard about it, I was like, yes, of course I'm going to do co-op. And when I went, I was like, oh, gosh, anywhere except for Norquest. I don't want to do my co-op at Norquest just because I've been here the entire year and I don't want to spend my summer here. I saw when this position was introduced to our co-op group, I looked at it and I, I dismissed it right away. I was like, no, it's not in the HR field. It's at Norquest. I don't want anything to do with it. And... The coordinator for the program, she came to me and she said, you know, I noticed you didn't apply for that position, but I think you should apply for it because I think you'd be a good fit. And I was like, I don't know. And last minute, I sent her my resume to apply and I got the interview. And when I got the call saying that I got the position and if I wanted to accept it, I was like, of course, why wouldn't I? And I'm so glad I accepted it. It's with the advancement department, and everyone on that team is amazing. They're very accommodating, very welcoming, and everyone is just so dedicated to what they do. And I'm glad I took that position also because being a scholarship recipient, I get to see it from their perspective because they do deal with scholarships and bursaries as well. So I get to see it from both sides. That's very interesting. Not everyone knows what advancement is all about. So you want to just give us a really short definition of what specifically you do. Um, advancement deals with a few things. A lot of it has to do with um, fundraising, scholarships, bursaries, and stuff like that. My role is not... I don't have one specific role. I help each member of the team however they need me. So I have been doing a lot with events that have been going on. Just recently we had the 1000 Women Luncheon, which is a major fundraiser. And we also had a Canada Day event for the students at the Westmount campus. And I was a part of all of that. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. And a lot of work too. And a lot of work too. Yes. So as you're um, embarking on a new career, you're going to be starting school again with your business administration program. And how long is that program? It's two years. Okay. So two years from now, when you've graduated from that program and you're embarking on a new career, do you have any ideas on what type of job or industry you'll be looking at when you complete your degree? I would like to work with the city or government just because when I was in the administrative professional program... I did my practicum with the city of Edmonton, and I loved it. I like the atmosphere that's there, and that's where I hope to be. Also, Norquest is right up there on my list. Um, and it's so funny that I didn't want to do my co-op here, but now I want to work here. That is ironic, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, Vanessa, in thinking about the first time that you went to college back in, at Humber, versus going back a little older with more life experience, being in your 30s now. How did that shape your time here at Norquest College? Now when I sit in classrooms and I see the younger groups and 
when they get really chatty or they're very disruptive, I'm like, oh my gosh. Is that how I was when I was in college first? Um, I look at it so different now. I'm more focused for sure. Uh, I'll spend all my free time in the library. When my friends are like, why are you always in the library? I'm like, I have to study, come on. Versus when I was at Humber College, I didn't even know where the library was. I never went there. At that time, I just wanted to get in, get out. I didn't care much. And now I really see the value of education. And I've learned the hard way that there's not much you can do career-wise if you don't have good education behind it, behind you. So I think I'm definitely way more focused now than I was. Yeah, that maturity is showing in your approach for sure. Now, you mentioned that you are married, and I'm wondering, how are you balancing family life and work and school? It's exhausting. I can tell you that. Um, I always, you know, sometimes my friends would be like, oh, let's go out after school. I'm like, no, guys, I can't. I have to go home. And they're like, why? I'm like, you know, a wife's job is never done. There's always something to do at home. And what I did while in school, I made schedules. So I knew exactly what day and what time I was going to study for what and how much time I was going to dedicate to homework or anything else that I had to do. And then I had to work that into my home life because there's cooking, there's cleaning, there's laundry, there's so much to do. And I just had to make that schedule and just stick with it. Yeah. And what does your husband think about your uh, educational pursuits? At first, he wasn't that impressed. He was like, oh my gosh, going back to school now? And I was like, well, you know, good things can come out of it. And he was like, okay, well, you know, you got to do what you have to do. And now he's fine. He loves it. He helps me quite a bit. That's great. And what advice do you have for others about going back to school? I would say just do it. It's going to be hard, especially if you don't have that extra, maybe the encouragement that you need from family or the support from friends or anyone else, it doesn't matter. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be so worth it at the end of the day. That's great. Well, it's a wonderful story. And thank you so much for coming here today and for sharing it with me and with our listeners. Thank you. You're welcome. It was a real privilege to be here. And I hope that my story can inspire someone else who wants to go to school, but they don't know how to get started. At Northwest College, there's more than one way to get down to business. There's actually four business specializations, management, accounting, human resources, and general studies. Choose a specialty that suits your career goals and develop the skills to thrive in a dynamic business world. Visit norquest.ca forward slash BA. Now back to our show. Families play such an important role in shaping our sense of self and what's possible. In listening to Vanessa's story, I was struck by just how important the support of family is when you are young, both financially and emotionally. It's expensive to go to school. The cost of tuition, books, living expenses, it all adds up. If you're really trying to do it all on your own, it may feel incredibly out of reach. Having to choose between food or transportation or housing, dropping out seems like a reasonable option just to survive. But that doesn't leave you with very good job prospects. As Vanessa points out, there's not much you can do career-wise without an education. I'm also struck by how much pressure there is on young people to figure out what they want to do for the rest of their lives. 
Sometimes we have parents who figure it out for us, and we go along with their plan until we don't want to anymore. And often that isn't until much later in life when you wake up and wonder, did I really want to become a corporate lawyer? Not to pick on lawyers, but I've known a few people who've had this epiphany at a certain point in their career. Other times, we sort of have an idea, but for whatever reason, it's not acceptable to family and friends. And when you're young, you may not have the confidence to defy their wishes and follow your dream. You also may not have the resources to support yourself in pursuing that dream. We talk a lot on the show about the challenges of returning to school in midlife, but one of the big benefits for me is having financial stability. While I had nowhere near the financial challenges Vanessa faced when I was young, I did have student loans to fund my first degree, and I worked several jobs to pay for the high cost of living and studying in Vancouver. And while this degree is still a big investment, it's not a financial struggle. And for that, I'm incredibly grateful, because I know that's not the case for everyone. Vanessa is one of my younger guests on the show but she has a level of maturity about her that gives her a bigger perspective well beyond her years. Her journey has a lot of bumps and bruises along the way, but that's exactly what makes it so compelling. She is an inspiration, and I have no doubt she will finish this program, graduate, and find that dream job. I've had the first line of this Tears for Fears song rattling around in my head for the past couple of days. Welcome to your life. There is no turning back. And when I listen to Vanessa's story of overcoming a lot to get where she is today, it reminds me that while sometimes we want to escape or hit the reset button, we don't really get that option. Sure, we can make different choices, better choices, but we can't undo our past. We carry it forward with us, and that's not necessarily a bad thing at all. That's our show today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like the show, please give us a rating. It helps other people connect to us. You can reach me at backtoschoolagain.ca or at schoolagainpod on all the usual social channels. I'd love to hear your story. Back to School Again was recorded at the Norquest College Innovation Studio, located on Treaty 6 territory, the traditional homeland of First Nations and Métis peoples. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Norquest College, for supporting the show and to our talented technical producer, Corey Stroder. Back to School Again is proud to be affiliated with the Alberta Podcast Network. Find out more at albertapodcastnetwork.com. See you next time.